Hey Rippers, are you learning how to surf? But have you got a clue? Or are you a big old kook? Since there's a million ways to kook it, you should stick around and learn a thing or two. Because if you don't know, let me tell you right now that surfers love to spot a kook. But don't get all stressed about it, because everyone kooks it once in a while. And that's the reason we started KookCast. Because the more you know, the less you'll kook it. <laughs> so bust out your swimmies and get ready to learn. KookCast is here to lead you on your journey out of kookdom, one episode at a time. And hopefully, offer you some traction on this slippery slope between kookery and killing it. I'm your host, Coach Chris, and I started the surf coaching and education resource, thesurfcontinuum.com. And this week on the show, Coach Ev and I are talking about taking breaks, whether on purpose or just by choice, um, just kind of evaluating that whole concept of taking a step back from something, something, especially something you love. Because, um, you know, we, we always preach like doing something, well, if you want to get better at something, you have to do it all the time. Um, but here we're kind of taking a, a different look at it and saying, well, sometimes maybe it's not so bad to take a break. Um, so, uh, yeah, let's get into that. So this one kind of struck a chord with you a little bit, huh? We were talking about this yesterday, cruising back from the beach. Yeah, I mean, it was just, it was a good little wrap because we just, I mean, it, it stuck with me especially because we just had that really incredible <coughs> session. And I was, I was thinking a lot about the, the crew that decided not to paddle out. And I was thinking to myself, wow, I would, I would be devastated if, if that were me. And I was actually just really kind of intrigued with how, where they were at with it. You know, were they beat up about it? And then I could tell that they weren't really that beat up about it. And that they, they got a very similar, I don't know how it could be similar without surfing, but they got a very similar uh, takeaway from that day like it mm -hmm. was incredibly special it'll last with them forever uh, they were basically you know riding vicariously through us and I think they felt like they did you yeah. know and and then it started this really great conversation about different times in our lives where we we weren't the ones performing and out there on the waves and it actually was like a building uh, block for us in our surfing journey mm. not being in the water and observing and finding like a new spot like like I was talking about finding a new spot in the crew like once once you're a surfer then you know it's pretty cliche then you're always a surfer but if if you're still in the mix and say you're you know you're gonna tell your story and you always you just find you find a spot and you and you still get that feeling of having that connection with the ocean and the beach and then the and the community that's is always surrounding themselves with it mm. yeah so basically we're talking about taking a break from actually surfing in the ocean on your board and uh yeah so it was a good discussion we had about how it's still like to, to piggyback on you know once you're a surfer you're always going to find a way to be a surfer, like part of the crew, mm -hmm. part of the surfing group, even if you don't actually get on the board and paddle out. I remember like 
so it was it was the three of us talking about it you know and and we were kind of well as as our friend was telling the story about you know him being okay with that little break and watching those epic waves go down it started reminding me like oh yeah i actually get that because one time in my life i i went a whole winter without surfing which is kind of abnormal right you know like living in new york if you don't surf the winter you don't surf half of the year you yeah. know because like in terms of surfing winter is from mid-fall to mid-spring or late spring you know and it's barely summer when it technically turns into summer right so you there's a lot of cold water surfing that needs to be done and i didn't have a wetsuit and i didn't have money either <laughs> so when you're like 18 or 19 years old in college spending all your money on gas to get there it kind of left me with uh to you know not much to get a suit with and i sort of like i kind of like gave into it and and decided that i was going to be okay with it right you know i was like okay well this is how it's got to be and if i torture myself over it it's just going to be an awful winter. So I was like, all right, what I'm going to do is I'll just, I'll be the video guy. And then the, actually, <laughs> as it turns out, the crew wants to pick you up more. And first, you know, you don't have to be like worried about who's going to pick you up or like, don't forget me guys. Like, come on. Like you, you, we decided you're driving and you're picking me up. Don't forget. Right. Now it was like, they're outside the door knocking on the window. Like, come on, wake up. We got to go. Um, so that's, that was actually a funny realization for me that oh well now that I'm the video guy I'm never gonna be forgotten right but I still got to you know go to the beach and do the whole surfing part that's not in the water you know look for waves where's the best conditions where winds not really quite offshore over here but it's it, it could be over there let's go check that and like and all the theories and you know debates we have as surfers when you don't necessarily find it right away and then uh, and then of course the whole session like I'm filming I'm watching because you're filming you gotta keep your eye on your subject you know, and those are your friends out there surfing. So in a way, you're actually more tuned in with what they're doing than you would otherwise be because now you don't have to surf yourself. Right. So now I'm watching them do everything, the way they're paddling out, where they're setting up themselves, how they're drifting down the beach, and it doesn't seem like they realize it. Right. And then, of course, their rides. So then later we're going home and going through the footage and recounting it together and being like, oh, this was that time, and I had my own perspective to bring. Right. That they were like, oh, you know, and... So long story short, I felt like I actually still surfed. Right. You know, and I, I, like while our friend was telling us this story about taking his, this little break and kind of being okay with it, it was reminding me of this time in my life when I didn't have a wetsuit and I kind of had to be, I was forced to be okay with it mm -hmm. and learn something new, like a new, I don't know, it's, it's the same stuff, but I didn't have all the motivation and goals of actually getting the waves in the end. Right. And it was more about the friends getting it and you didn't have that stress of like performing or I don't know, whatever it was. There was a certain benefit I got from not surfing that winter, you know, and, and watching and still being part of like still being a surfer and acting the surfer, but not actually surfing. And, um, and, and not to mention, I think one of the biggest things that scared me about it, like not having the wetsuit was missing out on my crew. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. am I slowly but surely going to get, like, out of the group? Mm -hmm. You know, like, am I little by little going to be not a surfer anymore? Right. And I'm not going to have these same friends, and I'm not going to be able to... That's what stressed me out, and, you know, especially when you're 19 or whatever. Right, right. But, um, yeah, and in the end, it, it just... I learned more about surfing. I felt like I got better when I came back to surfing. Like, oh, I told you guys this yeah, story in the car. and Actually, so one of my good friends, John, who was surfing, and I was he was one of my main subjects because he would just love to go surf anything. He surfed all kinds of boards great. So there was always a way for him. 
So I'd always be filming him. Yeah. And one time he came in and he was like, dude, you gotta go get a couple waves. It's so good out there. Like here, take my wetsuit. And he gives me his sopping wet wetsuit that he was just in for a whole session. Ah! And I put it on, you know, like I get this thing on and I go out there. And dude, I only got like two or three waves, but I felt like I was ripping. And I yeah. felt so like in tune, yeah. surprisingly. And I was nervous paddling out that I, I would be the opposite that I would be out of tune, that I would be like out of rhythm and not able to get back into it. Mm -hmm. And it just came right back, like as they say, riding a bicycle, you know, you just jump right on and you just know innately what to do. But uh, just the benefit of that break, I really saw in that session, you know, cause it had been a, quite a while until like John offered me his wetsuit. Right, I right. was filming on the beach for a lot of sessions and not surfing. Right. So by the time he offered, he was like, get out there. You have to get a couple waves. I was like, oh boy, this is gonna end in the winter no less, full gear, full winter gear. Yeah, that, that just reminds me like another thing when, when we were talking about this episode and something that I kind of learned maybe more from riding motocross because you're always getting beat up, broken this and broken that and sprained and out, no riding, you know, for a, for a while. And when you, when you really love something, then you study it mm -hmm. in, a, in a different way with a different passion and fervor like you you want to ride or you want to surf more than you ever have yeah, before in your right. life <laughs> um so that when you do get back it's something special like you appreciate everything that much more you appreciate the board and your wetsuit like you know after that winter i'm sure you just you know really dealt with your cash a little differently or whatever you you figured out a way to have a suit from course, then on course, you know yeah. that was the one time that happened <laughs> um it teaches you it, it teaches you a new love and respect that you won't have until it's taken away from you mm. yeah that's so true you know like when you have a toothache you never think of it but you're like oh i love my teeth when they don't hurt me you know what i mean like that little toothache will ruin your day absolutely and when you don't have a toothache it's like oh you got to remember how good that feels and all those little things like a splinter in your toe, you know, or an ice cream headache. Well, the best feeling in the world when it goes away. Yes, <laughs> yes. Well, no, I, I think that's that's pretty much it. I mean, this this is this is what it's about, you know, just figuring out some way to do it and participate. I, again, you don't have to always be the guy you know getting shacked you can you can be experiencing it from a different a different angle and getting just as much as that guy mm -hmm. yeah it's all about just saturating yourself in the things you love like so much so and and also recognizing that it doesn't have to be doing it reading about it watching your friends do it staying on top of the forecast and what the buoys are doing what it looks like at the ocean all those parts are still like what define a surfer or a any other athlete so uh, I guess this is like a, it was just a good episode it really rung true with both of us to to kind of touch on this topic of if you're in the injury you know if you're on the injury list right now or you just are inland and you can't get to the ocean and it's just the cards you're dealt you know stay keep up you know stay on top positive attitude and, and, and find the other ways to be a surfer there's plenty of of areas to improve you know not not in the water you know go go through your your surf video list you know and really go back and study and then go you know get some old surfers journals and start reading old stories and just you know there's just so many ways get get flexible you know 
whatever whatever you need to do. Learn learn some ding repair. If you're sidelined because your board's all beat up and you can't get in the water, then learn some ding repair. It's part about it's part of being a surfer. Right on. Yee, thanks for tuning in, peeps. Catch you next week. Yep. Cheers, brother. Cheers. <laughs>